Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? Ladies and gentlemen, it's Pastor Adam's podcast. In Espanol, my nickname is El Tigre Chino. Because my knowledge will bite her face off. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Pastor Adam's podcast. Can you dig it? Crazy! You were serious about that? Hello, peeps. It's Pastor Adam here on this beautiful Saturday morning. Uh, just so you know, Thursday I played an annual Rotary Golf Tournament here in Berkeley County, Monk's Corner, South Carolina. Uh, hadn't played since last year. This tournament. Um, I had my, I tore my rotator cuff uh, earlier on in the year, which still not fixed. Uh, haven't been to the gym in months uh, due to it closing and all that. Um, hadn't even thought about golf really uh, since last year, but I played anyways. I had uh, visions of being terrible, uh, which did come true, uh, but I also had some uh, pretty good shots as well. Uh, sunk some good putts, which is very out of the box for me. Usually the closer I get to the hole, the worse I am. Uh, my team did much better than expected, uh, so by some miracle, we won second place. Ah, I can't believe it either. Uh, new miracle story to tell. Call back to Wednesday's devotional. Anyway, last Wednesday, I talked a lot about uh, loving Star Wars and how utterly boring Andor was. And uh, I mentioned it there that I had been asking for a Mandalorian helmet for like three years for Christmas. And my family, they were not interested in making my dreams come true. It's, it, I mean, it's, it was sad. Uh, I said they were probably fearful of me doing weird things in it. And uh, well, as you can see, uh, I finally have it. My buddy Will stopped over Friday afternoon and with the package and he said that this was for pastor appreciation and Christmas. So thank you, Will, you have done it. You made my dreams come true. I am now a part of the Mandalorian crew. Uh, so, let the weirdness begin. Driving around town, top down, going to the doctor's office where you're required to wear a mask, check. Going to the gym, who knows, maybe. Working out with it on, sounds fun to me. Uh, grocery shopping, leading worship, you never know. All those fun things on the table. Can't wait. Uh, my, my wife asked me if I was going to wear it when I take the girls trick-or-treating this year at Halloween. I was like, yeah, of course. Lola said, well, Mandalorians can't take their helmet off now. So, and I was like, yeah, there's that right there. So hope you have a good memory of what my face looks like because, uh, this puppy's staying on. This is the way. Uh, but speaking of Mandalorian and Star Wars, I often ask myself, self, in what cinematic world would you want to live in? We have the Star Wars universe, obviously, Marvel universe, we got DC, we have Harry Potter, Order of the Rings, Star Trek, Game of Thrones, 
the Predator and Alien one. We have Walking Dead, Universal Monsters, the one with Godzilla and King Kong. There's a lot of different cinematic universes you could live in. I'm probably missing one or two. Feel free to comment which one that I forgot. But most of these universes, I wouldn't really ever want to live in. Uh, so like the Universal Monsters universe, I mean, there's vampires, creatures from the Black Lagoon, there's mummies, there's a lot of things that are trying to kill you, so pass. The Aliens Predator universe, uh, we are the prey, we're, the one, they're, we're, the, we're what they're hunting, so no thanks. Then there's the Walking Dead universe, which is the same universe as this, only with the zombies that are always trying to kill us after the apocalypse, and the humans that you meet are worse than the zombies, so don't want to have any part of that one. Uh, King Kong Godzilla universe, pretty much the same type of world we live in now, only with giant beasts that fight each other and always destroy the cities that we live in. Another pass on that one. Uh, Game of Thrones and Lord, Lord of the Rings are all way back in the day with no air conditioning, no deodorant. Everyone's trying to kill you with a sword or a bow and arrow. Nah, don't want to live there either. Uh, I, I would comment on Harry Potter, but uh, I never really paid attention to Harry Potter. Never really was interested in it. So, nope, not that one either. Star Trek is uh, just plain lame, so uh, wouldn't want to do that. Uh, I'm sure I'm going to get some Star Trek hate, but whatever. Star Trek is a knockoff Star Wars, and I don't care if it was there before Star Wars. I don't know the timeline. I just know that it's stupid. So if we take all these, we, we're left with two different universes. Uh, the Marvel Universe, uh, which is super cute, super cool. Um, you have superheroes, obviously. And if you were to be one of those superheroes, then for sure, then you'd want to be in the Marvel Universe. Like if I could be Thor, Iron Man, Spider-Man, Hulk, Doctor Strange, the list goes on. That would be awesome. I would definitely sign up for that. But if you had to be a regular person, like we are in real life now, that would mean they're supervillains and people trying to destroy the earth and we have to rely on these superheroes to save us. And we already know that half of humanity was killed off for five years in Avengers Infinity War. Plus, it's always like the 11th hour the superheroes come through and pull it out. So I don't think I can live in a universe like that. Now you might say, well, hold on, Pastor Adam. Some of those superheroes don't have superpowers, like Iron Man, so you could be a superhero. And sure, there are some exceptions, like Tony Stark, obviously. He, uh, he's a billionaire. He, uh, he's super genius, though. I don't have that genius thing. Then we have Black Widow and Hawkeye. Uh, there's, there's plenty more that don't actually have superheroes, but they have special exceptions. They're, they're the exceptions, not the rule. Then there's... Superheroes like Spider-Man, who was bit by a radioactive spider, or Steve Rogers, who was injected with a super soldier serum, or the Hulk that had like special gamma rays radiate him. So there is a slight, teeny tiny chance that you could possibly be a superhero. But the chances are very slim. So slim that you wouldn't want to pick that universe. Plus, if you were to even be friends with a superhero, let's say you're a normal person, but you actually are friends with the superhero, you're always in danger. So let's just cross the Marvel Universe off the list. So that would make Star Wars the preferred universe to live in, right? Right. 
But everything in the Star Wars universe isn't always sunshine or rainbows. And as a matter of fact, there's very little sunshine. And I don't believe I've actually ever seen a rainbow in any movie or episode. I could be wrong, though. On some planet, there could have been one. Who knows? And there are some major drawbacks to living in the Star Wars universe. So I'm going to hit those first. Like, because I don't want to say that this is going to be great all the time. All right. So number one that I've noticed is you have to know how to fix a spaceship. And it seems like no matter who you are or what you do in the Star Wars universe, at some point, you're going to have to fix your spaceship. Now, for me, in real life, I don't know how to fix my car. Best I can give you is changing the oil and, uh, and, and changing a flat tire. But that's about the extent of it. And when I see all these uh, guys in Star Wars uh, have to pull over on some planet and fix their, uh, their spaceship, they're welding, they're wiring, who, that's craziness. Something tells me a spaceship would be a little more difficult to repair than my car right now. Plus, I also haven't seen any AAA ship pull up to help you out when you broke down on some random planet, right? So that's number one. Number two, nothing is really built for comfort. Uh, do, you, do you ever remember seeing any scenes in Star Wars movies that a ship or room or anything looked comfortable? Or even nice. Like, I mean, everything looks cold and metal and rigid. It might look cool, but it doesn't look comfortable. I can't remember, remember even seeing any cushions on anything or anything that looks inviting like that. And in The Mandalorian, uh, Dean Jarjean, he sleeps in like a, on a metal bench with some blankets thrown on top. So how long before your bag is all jacked up? Not many. Also, number three drawback, you have to speak like many different languages. And as we all know, I can barely speak English. And if you ask me to write something, forget about it, because my penmanship is deplorable. I have what I call a secondary language disability. I just can't make my brain grasp it. Like, for instance, in high school, uh, one of my best friends lived next door to me, and his dad was my Spanish teacher. And uh, I was in his class. It was Spanish 101. So we're at the entry level, right? Uh, we have to have our, give ourselves names. I was Senior, uh, what was my name? Rico Suave. Senior Rico Suave. So throughout school, he'd have to refer to me to his, as Rico Suave, which was awesome. Back in the 90s, Rico Suave. Look it up. Good song. Not really, but fun. Anyway, so I'm over at my friend's house with his dad, and I was uh, just finish like we're getting past uh, first semester and I'm talking about in second semester I'm like oh in second semester I'm gonna learn all this and uh and, and my friend's dad he goes uh senior Rico Suave um I think maybe the best option for you is art class and I was like what do you, what do you mean he's like I don't think Spanish is your thing so uh so pretty much he just got me through first semester uh because he felt like bad for me how terrible I was at Spanish and he knew that I was gonna so anyways art it was and uh, that was a whole other um, experience so if I'm in the Star Wars universe I'll need a translator droid like C-3PO I would just hope he wouldn't be as annoying as C-3PO and I couldn't have his buddy R2-D2 with me because I don't speak beep and whistles so there's that. I think there'd be a, a lot of me wandering around because I don't know what anyone is saying to me. Okay, lastly, in the, in the Star Wars universe, it seems like everyone is trying to kill you. 
I, I was texting a friend, Greg, and uh, I said, I think that the Star Wars universe is the best one to live in. And he goes, I guess if you like being oppressed. And I'm like, listen, I don't need that negativity right now. Yes, you're being oppressed, and yes, everyone's trying to kill you. But unlike the Marvel or DC universe, the Star Wars universe, you don't have to have the Force or be a Jedi to protect yourself. I mean, look at the Mandalorians. We have Dean Darden, and he's just a foundling who was taught how to kick butt by the Mandalorian people he was rescued by. And there are lots of cool, tough characters outside of the Jedi, like Han Solo, Lando Calrissian. There's tons of them. You just watch all the shows. There's a bunch of cool people that do cool stuff. And you know what else I've noticed about the Star Wars universe? Uh, they, or anyone who owns a spaceship, they can find you anywhere. And it's unbelievable. Like, someone could say, we need to find this dude on this random planet. And then they fly there to the exact city where the person is, and they find them within, like, five minutes. Like, we're talking about finding someone in a galaxy full of hundreds of planets. And they find you in five minutes. That is impressive. We couldn't find Osama bin Laden for years when he was like in the mountains in a specific country that we knew about. So the Star Wars GPS is on point. It's legit. Oh, one more. One last drawback of the Star Wars universe, which is a big one. Now, I don't know this for sure, obviously, but I'm pretty sure the food sucks. I haven't seen anything that even looks edible. I mean... The milk is blue, for crying out loud. And in The Mandalorian, Grogu eats, like, live creatures and frogs and bugs. It's gross. And now, I haven't seen any humans eat stuff like that, but something tells me that it's not much better. Oh, one more thing that I don't find is ideal is the music scene. I mean, I suppose if you want to play music, you'd have to be in a cantina playing weird, mediocre music. But people are constantly getting killed in those, and... Uh, I don't find it would be a really good work environment. But there are pluses of living in the universe, and they are as follows, which are big, right? Okay, number one, you look cool. You got cool costumes and helmets. I mean, just look at this right here. It's amazing. I mean, look at, like, the stormtroopers are, look cool. Uh, from stormtroopers to Boba Fett to Darth Vader, just random dudes in the background. I'm telling you, they mostly look cool. And, and I'm, you know, like I'm really targeting the people who wear armor and helmets, but the Jedi are also pretty cool looking too in their robes. Actually, if I think about it, remember I said uh, there was never anything that looks comfortable? Well, the Jedi robes, I imagine, are pretty nice. They're probably pretty comfy. I stand corrected. So in the Star Wars universe, you look cool. And, and even if you're ugly, like, like Darth Vader, when he's all pale and scarred and burnt up face, uh, you just throw a sweet helmet on there and you're good to go. I mean, I imagine tons of the Mandalorian are hideous, but they have the coolest helmets in the universe, right? Cha-ching! One thing, though, I could never figure out is this. Uh, first of all, Darth Vader always has his helmet on, mainly because I get it, he can't breathe without it. But the idea of Darth Vader cruising around the galaxy without his helmet just seems silly. But then when you had the, the last three movies, uh, when you have Kylo Ren in it, we introduced him, he has this really cool look to him. He's got an awesome helmet and outfit. Uh, yeah, the dude always had it off. Like, why? In my opinion, The Force Awakens, Rise of Skywalker, and Last Jedi could have been drastically improved just by 
having Kylo Ren keep his freaking helmet on. It's not that hard. And also, one more thing, it maybe two. In the Mandalorian, Moff Gideon, the main villain here, uh, he's the lamest looking villain ever. Like no, no helmet or mask. Uh, he looks like a, a modern business, like a, he's wearing a business suit with a cape and, and, and cheesy glasses, like an evil college professor. I mean, get that guy a helmet. If anybody needs a helmet, it's Mom Gideon. Come on, man. You could have made the Mandalorian Stevens series even better by putting the bad guy in a cool bad guy helmet. Am I right? I'm right. Also, we're talking about things that don't look cool. Uh, in the Empire, when you work your way all the way up to like a captain of one of the, the big star, uh, I can't even come up with it, but the big pizza slice looking uh, uh, ships, they look pretty lame. They're just like in a, like a, a lame Navy outfit. Not good. But if we do back to Moff Gideon, he did have a cool weapon, which brings me to my next plus. The weapon. I mean, number one, we have the lightsaber. Can you even beat that? I don't know. It's pretty hard to beat a lightsaber. But the dark saber is pretty amazing as it is. And the rifle that Dean Darjean has uses where he shoots someone and then they just evaporate is awesome. Like there's he's got a little knife that spins around. There's there's so many cool weapons in there. Even like Little blasters that, that random people have are cooler than any handgun we have in reality. And the sound of the blasters are cooler than a typical handgun. Am I right? Like, you hear someone shooting a gun here, then you hear a Star Wars blaster. Star Wars blaster sounds cool. Yeah, I know. The next plus is the spaceships. Now, I've already mentioned you have to know how to fix them. But the idea of being able to travel at light speed, getting from one part of the galaxy to the next, is pretty convenient. So if we're gonna fly to Hawaii now, in, in reality right now, it's gonna take us probably 11 hours. That's if we don't have any delays and flight. There's a whole bunch of stuff to look at. Now, if you're in the Star Wars universe, you could be like, where do you wanna go on vacation today? And she's like, let's go to planet 9648 galaxy. Sure, you jump on the ship, you're there in an hour. Like what? This is amazing. You don't have to wait at the airport. Your airport's your backyard. It's where you live. You get wherever you want. Like I already told you how the GPS works there. You can find anybody. You can get anywhere. It's amazing. Uh, that's what I've come up with the pluses. I feel like they outweigh up. I know I probably had like six negatives and four, three or four pluses, but I, don't, I just feel like the cool looks, the weapons, and being able to fly, that probably is, that's awesome, right? And I don't really, unless you're, okay, okay, let's say unemployment right you don't have to have a job but if you do you can go work for the empire and be a, a random stormtrooper what do they do they just walk around constantly unless you're fighting you know the rebellion or whatever like that but most of the time they're just on a big ship walking around you don't really have much to do sounds like a cush job sign me up plus you don't even have to be a good shot to be a stormtrooper because we know they can't hit the broadside of a barn I don't know. I see a lot of pluses. I see a lot of good things happening. Uh, you get to go to all these different planets. We can't even barely get off of this planet. I mean, we've been to the moon. Maybe. I don't even believe we did that. I just think that's a good cinematic uh, movie job that they did. 
uh, talking about going to Mars. And they, like Star Wars lasted that. Oh, you're going to go to Mars? What? We've been everywhere. We've been to other galaxies. You have no idea how big this universe is. So, yeah, I think that's the one. If you want to comment and, uh, and tell me which cinematic universe you live in, I'd love to hear it. Uh, I want the reasons, though. Don't just say I want to live in this one. And if somebody says they want to live in the Walking Dead universe, you crazy. There's just no, there's no hope for you. So, anyways, hope you have a good week. I will see you Wednesday. Thank <laughs> you.